Welcome to Club Top Shot. It is Fred Van Vliet night. We got packs potentially dropping at some point. We are giving away Devin Booker's compliments of our friend Andy, and we have our guest of honor tonight, MBL267. He's told me I could call him Mike. We also, of course, have Peter Jennings, Jack Settleman, my usual partners in crime. But Mike, how are we doing? Welcome to the show. Doing well. Thank you for having me on. Let's talk about this chandelier, man. Is this how you you, you, you get in early on top shots and then you can afford a, an eight foot dangling chandelier? This is a, this is a rental place with a, an interesting landlady who I won't go into great detail on because I hope one day she sees this <laughs> go supernova and go big mainstream. But she was kind enough to leave her uh, lighting fixtures with us when we rented the unit from her. There you go. Well, for the people who aren't familiar, I know you know people deep in the Top Shot streets will recognize your handle, but why don't you give people a little background here and uh, and let people know how you were offended about some of us, you know, misconstruing or, or slandering some of your Jokic takes that we were referencing on the last show. Yeah, that that's extremely important. I'll get back to that. So, I get brief intro. Um, I work in the finance industry. Live in New York. I'm 31 years old, but what everyone cares about a lot more is how I found Top Shot, I'm sure. So I am a big sports fan, a big analytics fan, just general markets, activity, trying to find positive expected value, advantages, edges, that kind of thing. Um, and so my entire Twitter feed is geared toward things like that, following guys like uh, Peter Jennings down here and, and, and his little crew and other kind of sports betting personality types. And somehow, some way, the Top Shot Twitter ended up on my timeline sometime in August. I said, what is this? Clicked it, signed up for the early access email. Uh, didn't hear back for a little while because they were in closed beta at the time. And then decided I'll DM them and see if they'll let me in early. And they did. And so I, uh, I checked it out. <laughs> I checked it out and... Immediately fell in love with it, thought it, uh, that it was clearly a better solution than physical sports cards. Um, I'm not heavy, heavy into crypto. I own some Bitcoin, own some Ethereum, but this is really my first project that I've really spent any time in. And I've had a great time there, built up a decent collection, met a lot of awesome people along the way. Uh, one of whom is to my right, I guess, on the stream or to my left, Andy over there. And this is, yeah, uh, this way. There you go. Andy, over there, this is our first face-to-face -face meeting. So this is a big moment in Top Shot history. And when people are, are writing books about Top Shot, I think this moment will be <laughs> That's right. Yeah, lots of Definitely. club uh, uh, references in the uh, the oral history. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what's up? Just like we did with Andy, just to set the stage. 
Yeah. <laughs> Real quick and just, just type in MBL to success. You just built up a nice little collection. People have a, a sense of You're right. how deep he is into the streets. Yeah, let's do this. Um, you know, we want to make sure we're, you know, bringing on people with good credentials. Um, Transparency is key at Club Top. Is, so we got MBL267. Let's show some details here. Um, Holy that's, shit. That, that's a typo. I I think this must be showing market high prices or something. I don't I don't think this is this is real. Can can you read it out for the people that may listen on the it, podcast? I mean, how long do people have? It's a lot of digits. Um, six million five hundred and eighteen thousand nine hundred and sixty-six dollars. What is your secret? Where do you get your ideas, Mike? Well, uh, I, I'm friends with the right people. A Andy, and uh, I, I want to make a special shout out to Steve Veerman, who is mayor and king of Top Shot. He's the one who built the website you're looking at here. He, despite everything he does and the attention he gets, he needs a lot more attention. Um, the Intangible site is, is my Bible. It's where I spend all my time. So hanging out with guys like Steve, Andy, and a number of other awesome people I've met along the way uh, breeds good ideas. A lot of scheming. There you go. There you go. And it does seem like a prerequisite now to come on the show that you have to have a LeBron James Cosmic. <laughs> is, is that what the, the cover charge is to get into the club these days? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I'm glad I, I'm glad I sneaked in and created the club before we established this rule. <laughs> yeah, grandfathered in. Yeah. Um, Jack, also one thing I just want you to address kind of our millennial viewers right now, a lot of them are furiously F5ing, trying to get packs. Do you have any tips as a millennial how to juggle these multiple screens, be consuming content while also chasing the next pack drop? It's why I'm here. I've got it pulled up. I'm going to F5 it. I will obviously alert the club <laughs> when the packs drop. I, I'm on like a 30 second refresh. So we'll, we'll be good. We'll be covered. My question though, after we Put the transparency screen up is always MBL. What is what's this mean to you? Are you sending? Are you selling off anything to cover initial in? Is this just gravy? Have you made it uh, as a financier in New York? Is this life changing? Like what? Are, what are we sitting on here? Uh, well, I'll start with the last question. Uh, I, I'm yet to meet the person who that kind of pile wouldn't be life changing. <laughs> life changing. Uh, of, of course, we have to realize it and, and, and make sure it's, it's real money before it's life changing. So I actually, uh, I think two or three days ago, made my first Top Shot sponsored purchase, which was an RJ Barrett jersey. Nice. Not a Top Shot moment, just a physical, actual jersey. Nice. $50, felt good about it. It's having a good season. Um, so what does this mean to me? It's, I mean, it's a huge change in my life. Uh, it's it's eaten up an entire, a huge portion of my schedule, but <laughs> I, I, I love the time I spend on Top Shot. It's, it's something I think about a lot, what to do with this pile. Should I sell? Should I not sell? And the conclusion I've come to, which I, I think a lot of people will tell you if, um, if, if you ask them if I'm selling, is that I'm not selling anything. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm holding on to every single thing. And the, the primary rationale is I think this is the best bet you can make right now. I spend a lot of time in the stock market. I spend a lot of time in crypto assets now. I'm learning all about different types of projects. I have a lot of uh, smart people around me encouraging me to invest in different projects. But I feel like this is a market I know and understand and have poured, I don't know how many hundreds of hours into and feel very confident in the team and the platform. And so I just feel like it's the best bet you can make right now. I think 
my professors from college and anyone who has any ties to me would probably encourage me to sell off a little bit, diversify a little bit, but I like, uh, I like a bit of a gamble, I like a bit of a bet, and I think this is the best one you can make right now. So Andy's the only one with weak hands. Got it. We're, we're all holding it. All right, cool. No, no, I, I no. tried to get uh, some top shot moments out of uh, Mike and failed. So, <laughs> and we were friends. I mean, I buttered him up. I tried every angle, and you know, we we. we what were, were you gunning for? What were he, you gunning? He's got some strong hands over there. Many a lesser man has fallen for Pete's butter up and sandbagging techniques. So, congrats, Mike, for holding strong there. He's been a perfect gentleman, but nowhere close to my moments. <laughs> <laughs> so let's circle back to this Jokic thing. We were talking about this the other night because he was coming off of that massive game against the Jazz, some movement in the MVP markets here. What is uh, what is your position? I, I appreciate you giving me the platform to defend myself. I felt vulnerable and atta attacked the other night. <laughs> So the, the history here is uh, there's a three-person chat that I have with Andy and Veerman. I'll, I'll keep going back to those names over and over because we spend a lot of time together and we have a great time together and it's been a great ride with them. But probably two months ago, um, Andy, in his brilliance, was proclaiming how good Nikola Jokic is. And I agreed. I was like, he is absolutely incredible. But I think he has almost no chance to ever win an MVP. So... Just to lay the groundwork, the only negative comments I made were that he wouldn't win an actual MVP award. Not that he's not an amazing player, not that he's a lot of fun to watch, um, that he wouldn't win an actual MVP. And my primary argument is as follows. One, big men do not win MVPs. The last traditional big man to win an MVP was Tim Duncan in 2002, which is almost 20 years ago. Jack, were you even alive when that happened? Um, barely. <laughs> yeah, barely. 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 Uh, Big men do not win MVP. Secondly, he just doesn't put up the stats. And this is, again, before the season. He doesn't put up the stats. He can put up a 25-11-6 and six, uh, stat line, and that's not going to be good enough when you have James Harden, LeBron James, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Giannis, all, all the usual suspects for MVP. And so basically what I said was he needs to average a triple-double and the Nuggets need to win the West in order for him to have any reasonable chance at winning the MVP. And so I stand here today, almost, almost, almost ready to eat crow, but almost strengthened in my position too. Jokic has done everything he could possibly do so far this season. He's shooting almost 40% from three. He's averaging, I don't know, 27 points, maybe 12 rebounds, nine assists. And yet, if you look at the Vegas odds for who's going to win MVP this season, he is still third. I don't think there's anything more he could be doing right now, but he's sitting behind LeBron James and behind Joel Embiid. So I feel validated in my view that it's going to be super, super difficult for him to win an MVP. And my, my final point here is just to drive home the point how much I love Jokic, I am wearing a special pair of socks this evening that I got while in Denver in Jennings Land. Wow. <laughs> and, and I will proudly proclaim that I, in fact, own the number one cosmic of Jokic. So I, <laughs> I, I, I am hardly bearish on Jokic. I just think it's going to be tough for him to win an MVP. And I will rest my case on that. Andy, Peter, the, the, the Jokic bulls in the room, do you guys have counters? I'll go first, sure. I mean, I, first of all, um, 
I think that was a, a well-articulated argument. Um, and yeah. it's not as egregious as what I thought your take was. And kudos to you for not just pumping your bags, uh, given you have nice exposure to Jokic. But, I mean, I think he's a maybe the most fun player to watch. I know it's it's different and I'm biased living here in Denver, but the passes he makes are just outrageous. And I think that's the most beautiful part of basketball is passing. Uh, why? I mean, I think that's LeBron's best asset. Um, bullish on the mellow ball for that. Uh, Luca. I mean, these generational great passers are hard to enjoy to watch. And Jokic has a flair. Um, the MVP argument, I mean, he's second or third in the voting or, you know, what the perception is in terms of the odds uh, right now. Uh, not the voting, but the odds. And, I mean, he could average a triple-double. I mean, he's close. He's, he's kind of fallen off recently on assists. But uh, if he starts picking up to kind of the, the pre, you know, the early part of the season form on the assists, I mean, he'll be right there. And, uh, yeah, Embiid hasn't really stayed on the floor for a whole season before. LeBron's older. They're going to arrest him at the end. And, uh, I mean, LeBron probably deserves to be MVP every year, but there's fatigue there. So, uh, you know, while I agree with your original thesis, I think he has a, a really strong chance to be an MVP at some point in his career. And I just think people are going to appreciate him more and more. I mean, he is a goofy white dude. He's genuinely hilarious. Um, and I think that he's just going to get more and more shine. Uh, I think he's going to be an all-star basically every year too, which is a huge factor. I mean, uh, set the line on all-star appearances for Jokic. Andy, what's your take? Yeah. I, so I would say actually where, uh, so I kind of thoroughly expected the Nuggets to have like one of the three best records in the league. And so that's where I think actually that Jokic's odds have put him in third place for MVP is not anything to do with his performance, purely just the fact that they started off really slow. And so they're starting to come back. They're like seven and three in the last 10 games or something and back to what, uh, 12 and eight. And so I think that if they had the same record as the Sixers and were like 15 and six, that he would be like closer to maybe second or or tied for second or something like that for MVP right now. Uh, so I think that right, like for current odds right now, the, the reason that he's a little bit lower is just to the record. And so if that turns around, I think that he could continue to climb up. Jack, where are you at on this? Just disturbed by all these boomers talking about big men. Let's talk about some wings and some shooters. Come on. Oh, oh, wow. Officially set the record for uh, Toronto. I mean, Jokic is shooting better from three than all these wings and shooters. Jokic, I actually think I actually think what's dangerous for them, and it's very early in the season, is Jokic and Bede. If one's clearly not better than the other, they may cancel each other out, and they'll give it to Durant. Look, we're twenty. I mean, we're twenty-five games in, so it's very early, but. I think the appeal is what I mean. The hype train behind Katie coming off the Achilles is going to smash both of those guys, and I'm sure the Nets are going to be you know top of the East. And to say Kevin Durant averaged 31 a game with Kevin uh, with Harden and Kyrie, it's going to be tough. So I think that KD's going to be the guy who who could really end up there at the end of the season. LeBron, I mean, his numbers are actually down, which is weird. But yeah, Jokic and Embiid are, are awesome. Jokic is spectacular. All-stars, he could be, because of his play style, there's no reason he should slow down in the next 10 years. So he could be a you know an all-star starter for 10 straight years. But I, just, I mean, you know the NBA and the media is obsessed with wings and guards. So 
I also another conversation that I heard was you know boiling up in the uh, in the private group chats here is a discussion, and I know everyone's chomping at the bit for Top Shot talk. So let's get in the weeds here. Cosmics versus Hollows. It sounds like you guys have had some debates like this. Why don't we let Andy open up the floor this time, and we can go from there. All right. Yeah. So this is a good one, and I I will say that there are a few, it, it's between the people kind of before a larger group got into Top Shot, like back a few months ago. I think it was a pretty split vote when you would talk to a lot of the like more OG Top Shot guys who were spending serious money on the site um, between Hollow and Cosmic. Uh, and so it's been interesting to me to see that with a lot of the new people coming in, it seems like Cosmic has kind of taken the current poll position for, you know, like the most valuable um, legendary pack, basically. Uh, but I am still very bullish on hollows. And I do think that they are long-term going to be the most valuable uh, legendary packs. And it is almost exclusively, and it's funny because MBL's reasoning is that what my point is why they're not going to be, but it is almost exclusively because they are recurring. Uh, it is 100% within Top Shot's best monetary interest for hollow moments to be the most valuable legendary because they're going to keep printing them and keep advertising them and they're going to want people to keep buying them over and over and over again. And so way more advertising and like celebrity power and all these different things will go into hollow moments than cosmic moments because you're breaking up a little bit, There's Andy. No storms. Yeah. My internet's been pretty bad for a couple days. If it keeps happening, I'll switch to my I phone. I think you're back now. My laptop. Okay. Uh, where'd you guys lose me? Um, Some nonsense about Dapper promoting hollows. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's within their mon It's within their best like monetary interest because they're going to be way more, and so they can have a much more liquid market and a lot more secondary sales and a lot more pack sales. And so they have like every reason to want to support hollows as being the most valuable legendary and then also i think that having reoccurring packs will encourage new people who come in and to see hollows coming out to go back and look at the first round of hollows and uh want to get hollows from series one and then lastly hollow lebron is rarer than cosmic lebron and so it's just the best lebron moment right now and i know no one disagrees but i i stand by that fully and so Whichever one has the best LeBron, best rarest LeBron moment, in my opinion, is going to end up being the one that that wins out. Mike. Okay, <laughs> this is a uh, this is a debate we've had with each other a few times. So Andy and I both, both we both know each other's positions well here. Um, I'll, I'll try to hit your points and then I'll introduce some of my own. So I hear your point that Dapper is incentivized to make Hollow this all-knowing and beautiful legendary set. Unfortunately, though, it's people like. Jennings and Settleman and Pete over here who dictate the market prices, not <laughs> Usman, not Roham, not Allen. It's going to be the, the market buyers that set the price eventually. So while I, I hear your point and it's in Dapper's best interest to make Hollow the sexiest set, unfortunately, I think that it'll be the market that determines that. Um, one of your other points is about LeBron being rarer. I think in all fairness, this debate should be about the players who have comparable edition sizes in the same set. Uh, Cosmic doesn't have a reward. 
Uh, Hollow had six different rewards. So each of those six players have fewer in circulation than any Cosmic or any other Hollow. So I think it's reasonable to say that LeBron Hollow is perhaps equal to, or not my view, equal to, or potentially greater than LeBron Cosmic. I would not trade my LeBron Cosmic for a LeBron Hollow, just for the record. Um, okay, things I like better about Cosmic than Hollow. And now, because I was given advance notice, I have some notes. I'll look at you. Oh, wow. One, I have a lot of hollows and a lot of cosmics, so I have no uh, desire to sway people one or the other, other than just getting people on my side and being part of Team MBL over Team Andy. This is not a, <laughs> shilling, this is not a shilling exercise. I will read aloud now from the cosmic description on the set pages. An exclusive Series 1 set only available for pre-sale to those Lucky Hoops diehards on our fan panel. This NBA Top Shot set celebrates the best the game has to offer and is a heartfelt thank you to the dedicated community that provided invaluable feedback as we launched NBA Top Shot. Now, I am new to the collectible space. I am new to NFT land. I am new to a lot of things here. I am not new to the idea that founders sets of things and first editions of things are held in a much higher esteem than other things. Um, and to me, that description reads as, we are telling you this is the founder set, this is the OG legendary set, this is the first one. Um, it was decided among the fan panel, the earliest of early users, well before I arrived or you arrived or, or anyone else arrived, and it is a special set. And the reason I went for Cosmic originally, and we're gonna spiral out of control here into eight other conversations, but when I joined, um, one of the questions I asked and one that you see many, many, many new users asking is, what about oversupply? What if Usman wants a new house and he just decides, let's print out 35 new sets next week? A lot of revenue for Dapper, that'd be great. My view on the best defense against that is to find unique assets. And so I think Cosmics will never be used again. They are non-recurring. So circling back to your point, Andy, it'll be a one-time set, 1,470 Cosmics ever in circulation. And for me, that is a nice defense against oversupply risk. Cosmics are always Cosmics. Um, I think similar line of thinking applies to Series 1 in general, but Cosmics are this special set with a very constrained resource. And one thing that I can't stand thinking about is roll this forward 10 years, 12 years down the line, and someone's describing their LeBron James hollow, and someone has to clarify which LeBron James hollow they're talking about. Oh, it's the dunk one. Oh, is it the dunk from series two or series three or series eight or nine? Oh, it's that one from the first series. Oh, which is it? Send me a picture of that versus LeBron James cosmic. End of discussion. Uh, and, and, and to me, that carries a lot of weight. That's exciting. Um, it was the biggest risk that anyone could take coming in and paying $230 for a brand new pack with 50 users at the time. And I think that carries a lot of weight and is an exciting thing. And my final point is that it's out of 49. And I just think out of 49 looks a lot better and more uh, differentiated than any, you know, a 50 edition set or anything higher than that. And I think they did that intentionally to differentiate it. Pete, Jack. Go ahead, Jennings. I mean, uh, I, I talked to, to Mike about this a lot, so that's part of the reason we invested more in, in Cosmics, but I certainly see a lot of value uh, in the hollows. I mean, I, our biggest purchase uh, uh, USD-wise was the number one hollow for Zion, which um, jersey number number one, and we think hollow is, is right there, but I do think Cosmics over time uh, will have more value, and I think 
Mike makes a really compelling case. That being said, you know, I, I do see Andy's point and I'm drawn to, uh, you know, the base set metallic gold and hollows because those are going to be recurring. And I'm less interested in some of these like one-off um, moments and series outside of maybe like the, the finals or like, I can see some of the playoff stuff being pretty interesting, especially if there's like really iconic moments. Like if Top Shot was around when the Cavs beat um, the Warriors, like LeBron's block on Iguodala would be like arguably the most valuable moments or one of the most valuable moments. So I, I do think there's chances for like specifically finals or like very iconic playoff moments to be valuable, but I'm not that bullish on like cool cats and the lace them up type stuff. I think uh, going forward, you're going to want base metallic gold and hollow. I'd say that the hollows will be the most liquid and traded, but I think the cosmic will be the most rare. So if you own a hollow, you'll be able to sell it pretty easily because you're going to have so much data from future sets, past sets. You're going to be able to compare it to base metallic cosmic to me. It just seems like a completely different category. And I think you only see a LeBron cosmic sold once every six months or three months potentially in the future, but it'll bring in the highest price. Now, when you talk about other cosmics lower down, the problem for me is a lot of players have both the cosmic and hollow. And to me, it's going to be like, well, what came first, which I know Andy, the hollow was minted first, but the cosmic was released first. Right. So that, I mean, just within that it's its own debate. But I, I just think it's it's going to be cosmic for me, and it's also like cosmic is sick as fuck. Like cosmic, like we're going to the fucking moon with Elon Musk type <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, what Elon's like first? It's going to be a cosmic something, right? Exactly, and and you're gonna it's going to be displayed on fucking Jupiter, or Mars, or wherever is livable. So I, I I go cosmic, but I think hollow will be you know traded a ton, and you'll be it'll it might be better to own a hollow because it could be tough to sell Cosmics. Um, let's move down the price ladder. The chat is getting <laughs> restless. They, uh, the you know, 99.9% .9 of the people don't have access to these. Let's move down to another tier that I've been interested in, partly because we've heard about how they might be burning moments from the Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals sets. That was the rumor that I had heard, Andy and NBL, do you guys have any takes on this? Those were out of 999, but it sounds like it actually could be far less once the uh, the moments are burned that weren't distributed in packs. Andy, you want it? Uh, go for it. I want to see if I can pull up the data of actually how many are set to be burned. I, I'm intangible, yeah. I yeah, give me one second. I'm going to look. Veerman shout out number four. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so essentially the situation was as follows. As we all know, we are in beta. And so as a result of that, Dabra is testing a lot of different strategies. And for both the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals, they decided to try the following. They released way more packs than they thought would reasonably sell given the user base and the demand at the time. And they minted them up to 999 each on the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals sets and said that these are gonna be up for sale for one week each, and whatever isn't sold, we're gonna pull those packs and burn the, the set-specific uh, moments. So if there are base moments in those sets, which there, there were, those I believe will be put back into circulation, they won't be burned, but the actual rare moments, the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals that weren't pulled in packs or that are not sitting in unopened packs, which there are some, 
um, will be burned. And they, I, I don't believe they've been burned yet. Andy can probably tell me he, he knows how to look at the blockchain the way I do not know how. Um, but I don't believe they've been burned yet, but they will be burned. And so for each of them, Andy, do you have the numbers up? Um, uh, no, that part of intangible is down for maintenance right now. Okay. We, got, so, we got Luigi guy in the chat. Uh, I don't know oh, if Luigi we can. Knows. He knows what's up. Luigi, yeah, Luigi knows what's up. 4,051 yeah. Western Conference final moments burned 6,511 Eastern Conference final. Yeah, I would. That I would have guessed more Western Conference finals we burned, but something like that. There's something between, let's call it uh, 30 to 60% of each of them that will ultimately be in circulation. Okay. And so what do you guys think? Do you think that the burning is priced into the market right now? Um, I know the site, I believe I heard them say that they're going to have some kind of burn notice or some kind of listing that helps identify that. That has to help drive kind of the scarcity and how people perceive the value of those moments, right? I don't think that it is very much so. Uh, I think that most people just don't care. They look at the the slash number and decide that's how many there are and that's how rare it should be. Um, but I'm going to pull up, and, and my main reason thinking like that is you think about, say you, you have like the three LeBron out of a thousand moments and they all generally follow a pretty similar price most of the time and they're all totally different actual circulating supplies and i think people just go oh these lebron moments are all should all be around the same price because i they're all lebron moments out of a thousand uh and so i think that we're getting robot andy <laughs> okay so, so I'll, I'll... yeah i'm gonna look Okay, yeah, so I'll, I'll take over on that. So the point Andy was making, in case that wasn't clear, is that the three LeBron bases that have 1,000 each in circulation, or I should, I should clarify, 1,000 additions each have very different numbers in actual circulation. So the, the Kobe tribute dunk has, I think, around 800 in circulation. The block itself, like the, the block uh, with 1,000 additions has something like 200 in circulation. And the OG dunk, the November 15th dunk, has around 400 in circulation, but yet they all sort of trade as if they're all released um, here. And theoretically, if people knew how few blocks were released, they may trade differently. And I, th I think the key point here, and this applies across a number of things in the Top Shot ecosystem, is that a huge portion of people either aren't in the Discord or are, are sort of casual Discord viewers who will pop in for an hour a week or something like that. And all the information they have is what's available on the website. And nowhere on the website does it say that there's going to be fewer than 999 of these ever available to the user base. Uh, and you know, if you go digging through the NBA Top Shot blog, it, it has details like that. But for the average casual user, it's not apparent. And so therefore, they, they buy according to the information that is apparent to them. And I think that that type of user is an increasing high percentage of the overall Top Shot user base. Back in the in September, everyone knew everything that was going on. Everyone who participated was in uh, the Discord, or at least a huge percentage were. And now I think that's a, a diminishing percentage. And you can see it with um, things like the rookie badges. That's something that's been talked about in the Discord uh, many, many, many times. And so a lot of us knew that was coming. But as soon as it was announced via email to the user base, the rookie price is skyrocketed. So it's clear that not everything is priced in that isn't made immediately apparent. 
Jack, I know uh, let's continue to move down the price ladder. Obviously, uh, Cool Cats has been a very hot topic of conversation this week. We got an announcement about a master challenge, which I believe will help prop up the kind of longer term value for some of these Cool Cats right now where people initially expected them to kind of plummet. Where are you at with the Cool Cats challenge as far as it being, you know, positive EV to complete, um, how you think the prices might move and, and also what you think the ultimate Luca valuation might be, uh, based on how many total completions we get. Yeah. I didn't dive as much into the cool cats, but I think it's an interesting dynamic with now they can kind of decide what once again becomes relevant, which is why some people don't like the challenges because we expected, these things to kind of fall off a cliff and now they have added importance. And now, you know, we have had one super challenge before, but are they all going to look the same? Are you going to need, you know, 20 cool cats? Are you going to need 200 cool cats? Like I'm sure Andy and Mike know a lot more than I do about this specific challenge, but I think it's what makes the challenges interesting. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to go back to the cosmic hollow conversation, but were some of the hollows challenge related what do you mean by related? I thought that to get one of like, was Paul George or something? Like someone had a um, an achievable hollow challenge or no? Yes. So so basically the way it worked is I, I wasn't there for it, but yeah. I, 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 I know it's how it worked. There were two different hollow drops in series one. There was hollow one and hollow yeah. two. Hollow one had 27 moments. And those 27 moments were randomly divided into three different challenges, the yeah. rewards for which were LeBron, Trey, and Damian Lillard. Gotcha. And then the second set of hollows had 27 other that were split into three different challenges, which were Paul George, Chris Paul, and John Morant. Gotcha. Yeah, so I think because of that, I mean, that's why I think Cosmic is just so steady and so uniform across the board. But that's why with challenges, it's, it's so interesting. Like I've said before, I thought challenges were like not going to be my thing. I just did them to kind of try them out. And then they ended up going up in value. But Cool Cats is the first one that's ever been like to the massive, massive group of people that have joined. So you got, I mean, you guys do the numbers, you calculate it all. I'll lean on you to say what what's the EV here. Pete, do you have any cool cats takes? I know it sounds like you are just in general kind of down on everything that's not premium. No, I'm not down on everything. I just, um, I mean, this is interesting, but, uh, you know, I was more interested in series one than series two. And I didn't think there was anything that's specifically special about cool cats, but we have them. And dude, we need to open your cool cats pack. We do have some packs to open. We are going to do that tonight. Um, NBL, one thing, because I, I I I have my Discord, I hear a lot of chatter. People love, you know, hearing about the big, you know, seven-figure accounts, all that stuff. But it also sometimes isn't entirely relatable uh, to people like me that don't have that money, can't go in and buy the cosmic stuff. If you were, we try to do this on these shows, if you had a hundred dollar budget, a five hundred dollar budget. Are there any things that you would be doing, focusing on, could be specific series or players, um, just to help people build their bankroll? Because a lot of people are are eager to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So the, I definitely dabble in, in the uh, in the base set. And, and similar to what Jennings was saying before, I think the base set, the MGLE set, and the hollow set are kind of the core sets of the platform. Uh, th their art on their sets are, are sort of consistent. It's, it's sort of dapper down these are 
the normal recurring sets. But I, I've actually made uh, a much better return on my base moment investments than I did on MGLE or Cosmic or anything else. And even though Cosmic carries clout and you know gets you the tables at the club, uh, the, the base moments are where there's a, a lot of return available. So what, what I like to do um, is I, I like series one personally, and it goes back to kind of um, trying to avoid or limit risk. Series two is a complete unknown at this point. There are a lot of CC moments that who knows where those uh, addition sizes will end up. There are a ton of unreleased sets, legendary, rare, um, bases. I don't know how the user base is going to grow over the next uh, four months while the NBA season plays out. So I just really don't know what to expect. Series one is a lockbox. I know exactly how many moments there are. I know what the sets are. I know how they've traded historically. I know who owns a lot of them. Um, and, and so for me, I still focus on series one um, with one exception, which is Kevin Durant in series two. And that's because he doesn't really have a series one uh, moment. There are a few other people who, who fall into that same category, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. But largely my strategy, if I had $100, would be filter for series one and sort by ascending price and stop when you hit someone who, whose name you recognize or who you believe has uh, greater potential in the future. And so I've actually done this a few times recently. And so the names that stood out to me were Aaron Gordon, uh, Victor Oladipo, um, trying to remember who else. So um, I, yeah. I went, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I'll, I'll put this disclaimer out many times over. I own a lot of stuff all over the place, so please don't take anything I am saying as shilling my moments. But those are a few things that I've bought recently in the 40 to $45 range. Uh, an Oladipo Series 1, um, Aaron Gordon Series 1, and I can't remember who else. There was one other person around that price range. And Sorry, Jack, go ahead. No, I was going to say last night, late last night, I kind of went through the marketplace because I know a lot of people have been watching and listening, hoping to get in that $100 range. And with the, the four of you guys on, I think it'd be a good exercise and I think it'd be really fun. I, I made a whole list of different options in that range and we can kind of talk through them um, if that if that's cool with our Lord Men's. <laughs> wow. You went from not knowing Mans to referring to him as the Lord Mans. Of course. I think this sounds great. What do you got? Right. Let me let me try and pull this up. I'll also right. add real quick before we yeah. dive into this. Yeah. I I ran I, based on my like implied market cap stuff that I have, I was looking at all of the LeBron playoff moments uh from series one, except excluding his legendary finals moment, because it's a little bit different in my opinion. Um if you're looking at around five hundred LeBron Western Conference Finals moments. I think that it is uh, the burn is appropriately priced in to uh, his value. If you're looking at more like 600 or 650, he, uh, he would be trading at about a 30 percent above uh, above market rate compared to his other playoff moments. Uh, awesome. Just to give a little more data there. Appreciate that. Um, all right, let's pull up Jack's screen here. Um. Is it? I have two. I have the packs up. Okay. All right. Cool. So first one on my list was Paul George. So he last night was at ninety five, and it looks like he's all the way down to seventy eight. So he has four thousand moments, but that is kind of his. Um, that's his only one with a big print, and it's from Series One. He's priced at eighty dollars, and for an all star and a guy who's playing, you know, like an all star starter this season, I just felt like 
if you are going to make the jump right into a more rare, you got to make a large jump. And this is going to be the commodity that's kind of traded on PG. What do you guys think about Paul George? Pete, we haven't heard from you recently. What's your PG take? I mean, I'm a PG truther, so I'm, I'm a bit biased. Um, obviously, last year was really disappointing. Um, I've always been a huge fan of his game. I think, uh, you know, if you like to hoop, he has uh, some of the best footwork out there. So smooth. Um, obviously, the injury was devastating. But, uh, you know, those pacer days when he was battling LeBron, I mean, he really made a name for himself. So ton of respect for Paul George outside of how he handled the adversity. I mean, I have no issue with him playing horrible. I mean, that stinks. I mean, that's not what you want to see in, in big moments. But uh, I had more issue with kind of the blame he gave Doc Rivers. But that being said, I mean, from an investment standpoint, uh, I do think his legacy can really grow from here if the Clippers can rattle off a couple championships. Specifically, they need to win this year and then kind of build out uh, going forward. And, you know, if he gets two, three titles, um, yeah, his legacy will be quite high. And I think he's a pretty good investment. I'm curious to see who else we have in this range, but I'm a Paul George truther by and large. And Andy and Mike, you guys have all the numbers, you know, way more than me. So there could be reasons why some of these guys are priced low and I have them, you know, on that list. So if they are, call that out because I think it's important for the audience to know yeah. both ways if it makes sense or if it doesn't. But I was just like uh, Mike was saying, I, I put on lowest ass 100, 120 and just started scrolling down, seeing where players were priced. And then it was like Paul George base at series one and it was for 80 bucks. So I would actually, if I can jump in real quick, I'm going to second yeah. what you said there uh i and so bell preface i have a lot of paul george moments um so i'm not just saying this to my bags but i put my money where my mouth is um there's a few reasons i like paul george one uh most of top shot series one happened during the playoffs last year and as peter said he played terribly uh so a lot of people's during their time in top shot their like time to digest paul george playing the basketball was he's bad <laughs> uh oh, we're losing you again there, Andy. Am I back? Yeah, uh, I back think now. you're back. Yeah, we're talking about right. Paul George recency yeah, sorry, bias. Uh, yeah, just a lot of recency bias. And then he also only has one series one base moment. And so I think that's a really nice draw. You're not trying to pick which one is best, you're just getting the one Paul George series one. Yeah. Uh, Mike, any takes on on PG here? Yeah, so I think um, I think that last point that Andy made is is actually really important. Oh no, Jack, can I ask you, you go back to that screen? Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 my yeah. fault, my fault. No, yeah. So I just want to point out one thing, and this is one of my overall strategies. So again, I'll say it a hundred times. I've done a lot of this particular strategy. So yes, if you buy these moments, it'll help my bags. Having said that. If you look at uh, Paul George's base here that we're talking about, and you look at the, N- the, the NBA five sold in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did see someone say Jack bought all these moments last night. The beauty of the platform, you can go see. I didn't yeah, buy it. Check I it didn't out. Buy it. Go, go check out my collection. I've got a lot of these. Um, okay, so you can see that Paul George base on the on the right side of the screen there and Paul George MGLE on the left side are the same exact play, the same date, the same thumbnail there. If you click them, they're the same exact play. And right. what that is a calling card for is that that is Paul, George, Paul George's OG base, as the community likes to call them, which means it's the first base moment he ever had in Top Shot. And 
While this hasn't been 100% officially confirmed, similar to the rookie badges concept, it's been uh, floated many times that all of the first moments that people have, that players have within the Top Shot ecosystem will be tagged as such, as first moments. And my understanding of that, um, based on uh, a message that Alan put in the public discord, which I can read aloud if that would be helpful, I actually just sent it to someone tonight, is that the base and the MGLE, and if you roll up a little bit, the hollow and whatever else is that same play from series one, um, we'll all get that first moment tag. So I think that's gonna have a similar impact to what the rookie badges had, where as soon as that's announced and implemented, the original bases will see a jump. And I don't know if it's if it's like this now, but if you go to a player like Tyler Hero, our, our platform sponsor, Trusted Hero, his, <laughs> he has two bases in series one that are both around 1500 in circulation. And the last I checked, they were almost the exact same price. So it doesn't seem like this first moment or OG base concept is really being priced into the market yet. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll highlight that it may not come to fruition. It's something that's been talked about, but not yet confirmed. But I do think that's an interesting angle right now to focus on original bases. And just to bring this all to a head, the original base moment is always the one that is the exact same play as the MGLE from series one, if, if, if you're trying to find them. It's not that straightforward of a process, but just match the play. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jack, do you have any of these other guys uh, now realizing the great responsibility you have between trying to identify undervalued guys slash pumping the bags that you just bought last night? <laughs> All right, let's see what I have next. Um, this was a buy low opportunity, I felt like. Um, and honestly, he has dropped even more last night. He was at 87, so he's down to already – 75. Kemba in Charlotte looked like an absolute superstar. And you would have thought that playing on a good team with more spacing, less responsibility, that he would have been even better. He's known to be a clutch player. He's got the college moment. So he's got actually a ton of UConn love, which I think is a super underrated part of Top Shot in general, is these college diehard fans I've seen in the physical card space. So I figured this, if you got if anyone's actually a big Kemba believer, he's priced in a really good spot right here. Um, obviously his number one series one is this assist, which I, I clicked it last night. I think it's a dope play to Jalen Brown. So that's why I kind of enjoyed the moment as well. Nice little assist and dump off to a star player. So if you're, this was contingent on your big Kemba believer and he's struggling off the injuries, Jennings, why don't you start? Okay. Um, so this is tough because I, I'm, I'm bearish, uh, but Love Kemba as a player in a lot of regards. Uh, I've heard amazing things about him as a teammate and as a person. And I have a ton of admiration as a short white guy who loves it uh, for Kemba's game. Uh, the step back is my patented move. Uh, he's got one of the filthiest step backs, including uh, the game when he shot that he had in college, which was just amazing. Uh, I'm bearish because I don't think uh, he has much of a ceiling in terms of who he is as a basketball player in the NBA. I think we kind of saw that upside in Charlotte. Um, and now on this Boston team, uh, we're seeing some of the limitations that he has, and he's starting to get some injuries, which he needs like the absolute max out of his athleticism. And if he's starting to taper off, I think we've kind of probably seen the best of him. And I just, I'm not that bullish on this Celtics team. I, I really like Tatum. I like Brown, um, but they needed to make a move for, you know, AD or Paul George or something when they had the assets. I think they kind of missed out on that window when they had, maybe the best trajectory of any NBA team. And 
Uh, I would bet on them not winning a title in the next three to five years, and uh, I would sell Kemba. Jack, let's do one more from the Jack by low model here, and then uh, then maybe we open some packs or do the Booker giveaway. All right, I, we'll go quick because I have two I, def, I need to show. This let's one, I think it's the big man problem, but, I mean, this is, this is literally one of the best players in basketball this year, and he's sitting at $64. Once again, he, he only has one series, one moment. They're all the same. We already talked about this. I mean, Jennings, I know you love Sabonis, but like if you can get if we think that this platform is going to be able to buy and sell big men, this is extremely underpriced to me. Can we can the producer roll back the tape when Jack said, Hey boomers, can we talk about, you know, guards and wings and not <laughs> these big men? Can I just bring one quick point? Corleo Sabonis, I'm biased towards the Pacers. My dad's a huge Pacers fan because of Malcolm Brogdon. But I do think Malcolm Brogdon, and same thing, I have Malcolm Brogdon bags, so this is not to pump him. But the reason I am bullish on him long-term is I think his trajectory and his, like, career after basketball, I mean, like, it wouldn't surprise me if Malcolm Brogdon is, like, a senator or, like, a really high-end politician or a powerful coach or something. I mean, he, he is – He's awesome. He's an amazing human being. Um, and there's value, just like you referenced, Jack, with the guys in college. Like any of these players who have additional value outside of the NBA are really interesting. We saw that with Bogdan. Uh, you know, I think Spencer Dinwiddie, another bag that I have, but Dinwiddie being an investor in this is really interesting. We talked about that with Iguodala. If you can find another narrative outside of just the NBA player, I think that's really interesting. Everyone's getting to talk about their bags. Can we talk about Fred Van Vliet? What's he doing in the market? Do my do my <laughs> data bros have any uh, market analysis on how much his base moments have jumped tonight? Let's see what he's at. What, do you have Series 1 or what do you have? Uh, the gifts I've been receiving are mainly from Series 2. I did buy number 6 of the With the Strip. Uh, but yeah, my I need to expand my portfolio, but it's going to be tougher to do after tonight. When I was on Crypto Slam, I did see some Van Vliet's coming off the board uh, right as their game was ending. So I think you got a little pump. And I mean, look, you are a large shareholder in the Series 2 Van Vliet. So tip the bouncer on the way out if anyone wants to give uh, Pete his, his I'm little hodling, I, we're, we're not We're not pumping dumping here. We're taking Fred Van Vliet collection to 500. That's what we're doing here. Um, all right. What should we do? Should we should we I mean, rip open a pack? Or do the we've been trying to open your pack for so long. Yeah. So long. So Pete, are you talking about your pack? No, your pack. <laughs> but the, the pack, pack that I have, your... the pack that's in my collection currently, but is your pack? That's what okay. I want. Are you going to share the screen? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, play the music. This is what we're going to do. We're going to rip open some packs. Then we're going to do the giveaway. We can wrap up with some more, uh, maybe some questions from the chat. But guys, you know what time it is to do? It's this. Yo, 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 what up? It's DJ Pete Overzat. Welcome to the club. We didn't think things were going to get popping tonight, but it's about to get lit. Behind door number two, it's a three-pointer. 1325, Kevin Durant. We're going to get a LaMelo. We're going to get a Luca. We're going to get a LeBron. Victory reveal. Let's go. God damn it. I don't need another layup. To the window. To the wall. The De'Aaron Fox stripped down my ball. 293 assists. Everybody get their drinks. Let's get a cheers tonight before we open up these nine packs. Welcome to the club, ladies and gentlemen. Mike's gone to get a drink here. Yeah, I got a refill. I got a refill. Get a refill. Get a refill. Pete, how are we doing on the screen share over there? 
I hope it'll share. Oh, Chrome has lost permission to capture your screen. Follow that. <laughs> do you want me to? You want me to do mine first? Sure. Yeah, give me a second here. All right, I'll do mine here. Let's get this going. Let's go to collection. I've been saving this pack. I've been hemorrhaging EV throughout the market <laughs> movements just so we could open it on stream. Actually, I need to go back and do this to make sure I get the audio because the Cool Cats music is way better than the common pack music. So we need to uh, take advantage of this. Here we go. All right, guys. We're about to hit the club. It's been so, so long. We've been through a drought. We've been wandering through the desert for 40 years just waiting to open a Cool Cats pack. Let's do it. Here we go. Hit me with that music, Top Shot. Here we go. You I think Jennings, Jennings left. <laughs> yeah, Cool Cats drop. Let's go. We got five. We got five here. Yeah. Quick two. Let's get Pete back in the stream. Pete, the club is going off. You're about to have a baby in two weeks, Pete. <laughs> Let's go. On to number two. We love you, De'Aaron Fox, but we have our eyes set on bigger moments. Comment 3880. It's a dunk from Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Imagine the look on Lonnie Walker, the third. Lonnie Walker, the second. And the original Lonnie Walker when they saw that dunk. Let's go, Lonnie. Click to reveal number three. Could we be getting a cool cat or must we wait? Comment 2116. It's a layup from Anthony I don't know if you guys heard, but these guys are going to be getting the rookie tag. That rookie tag isn't fully baked into the market. We're getting it low. Anthony Edwards, let's go. Out of 4,000 LE. Two to go. One cool cat. One mystery box. Could you reveal? All I need is my Derek Jones Jr. block on LeBron. That's going to be the moment that goes to the moon. One more. What do we got? Behind door number five. Let's go. Common 1206. What a serial Patrick. Another rook in the house. Dude, are we checking IDs at the door? Patrick Williams, Anthony Edwards, are these guys even 21? What is going on? We did that was it, a good fam. Pack. Huge pack. That was The club, man, our patience was rewarded. Whoo. Whoo, Pete. How's the screen share coming on on, on your end? I, I hope since it said I, I I did what it told me to do and it had me shut down Chrome. So hopefully it uh, is working here. Um, let me. I think I have to take. I have to. I don't think you understand how good that pack. That was like a, a $550 pack. Right yeah. there. <laughs> you don't think I realize how good this pack is? I cheers, cheers to that pack. Let's get a little yeah. drink to that. Cheers. Pack. That was that was solid. That was a nice pack. For the record, in case anyone's doubting, this is not water. This is a vodka <laughs> soda. 
A lot of, and it's fun. You have like a Seven Eleven Slurpee straw in it too. Oh, I'm a I'm a big straw guy. I have a lot of rubber straws, and I also have a lot of metal straws. And depending on my drink, I go back and forth between. Ooh, the two. Yeah, that's you learned very, very Brooklyn, 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 very Brooklyn, Brooklyn of you. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I have paper straws, very Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, Pete. Let's see here. Can you share this screen? Don't share these damn tips again. Let me fucking share the screen. I swear to God, Pete, if you pull up some review for a stroller, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. The stroller. Is it working? Hang on, Hang on yeah. Pete. It, it is working. Oh, um, but did you... I don't know if I walked you through the instructions to do it so we got the music because the music is a very key element of this. It's very... So, I am... No, no, no. Be, you have to click a specific button when you go to... Yeah. You, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through it, Pete. Okay. Right. And stop the share? I just stopped the share. Hit go to share screen and then do Chrome tab instead of Chrome application and make sure you select the box that says include audio. Share audio, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Are we good? Okay. I believe, yes, I see the audio. Oh, we are good, Pete. All right, buddy. Here we go. Oh, how, are you feeling lucky right now? You just had a. Oh, I'm feeling real lucky. Wait, I'm confused. Did you. Do already have a cool cats pack and now you're getting another one? Who, me? Yeah. Who was the last one? That was my favorite. Uh, Alright man, you gotta do the announcement here, but this is all you Pack number two. Where do you want me to go with it? I can barely hear you. Yeah, you gotta start you gotta start, you gotta start the top left. <laughs> it's all right, good. Go. The people know what's up. Sometimes you go in the top and you uh, can't hear people uh, talk. It's Derek Jones Jr. Block. You can never have too many Derek Jr. Jones blocks. Let's go. Number two, Peter. Peter's clicking around. He doesn't go in chronological order. Uh, it's a Jamar Nobody wants Jennings out there on the Colorado blacktop. Giannis. Here we go. What's here are we looking at there, Pete? There was Pete. There you go. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. That was that that started off pretty poor, given that we opened the, the cool cat Derrick Jones right off the bat that wasn't exactly what we were looking for but uh, he said that's going to be the most valuable cool cat moment i'm just thankful that it's not a devin booker you immediately list for 43 dollars. <laughs> all right i'm gonna send this to you right now buddy you don't have to do that pete okay, uh, well, you, dude come on well, where's the bond buddy we got what is what's that saying i mean can't can't <laughs> what? on what you're talking about um okay i say we keep the good times rolling here last time when we had andy on he was willing to give away, speaking of Devin Bookers, I believe, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Andy, but was it four total Devin Bookers? Yeah, two of the, uh, uh, two of each of his series one base moments. Okay, perfect. So I have my wheel up here. We ended up um, getting 
270 iTunes reviews. I know, look, I'm going to tell you guys the way I did it. I exported them from what was publicly available. iTunes has a little bit of delay. I grabbed all of the ones that were publicly on as of an hour and a half ago. You guys are all entered in here to win one of these four Devin Booker moments. So Andy, why don't you let us know which specific one we are doing first, and then I will spin my wheel here. All right, give me one second. Dapper locked me out, so I have to log back. It's, it's over, Zep, right, Mans? <laughs> yes. It's the biggest. It's the biggest bug out. Is like I check six times, even though I know it's the most simple spelling. All right, so let's go. We'll start with uh, his jump shot, the the game winning bubble shot. Okay, here we go. The winner of the first Devin Booker mon- moment is. And appreciate you guys leaving all the uh, iTunes reviews here. It is going to, ooh, Ice M-A-L-B. This is a guy in the Discord. He's been super active in the Club Top Shot Discord channel. Huge congrats to Ice M-A-L-B. Andy and I will, I'll get together. I'll get the the usernames uh, specifically to Andy. You guys reach out to us on Twitter. And seriously, if any of you guys are trying to, to pull shit, trying to pretend like you're someone else, I, there will be repercussions. So don't do that shit. Um, congratulations to Ice M-A-L-B. You are the first winner. And uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you guys, we ended up getting up to 35 in the iTunes sports podcast rankings. Thanks to all of your reviews. We were right next to Zach Lowe's. <laughs> I saw that. Unreal. You guys were awesome. Number two here. Big money. Wait, before, before this comes up, I'll, I'll throw in a Paul George for whoever wins this one. Oh uh, my right. goodness. We just doubled it. We got a Paul George and a Devin Booker for S Jackson 15. Ooh, a, burner, another baby. username I recommend here. Beautiful. Oh, baby. S. Jackson 15, you just got a Paul George from Mike and a Devin Booker. What was that Devin Booker one, Andy, we just did? Uh, in my mind, I, mean, I didn't say it, but in my mind, it was the second one of the jump shot. And now Perfect. we'll do these next two with the block. Awesome. There you guys go. All right. S. Jackson, another guy from the Discord. A lot of the club top shot guys getting moments tonight. Congratulations. Here comes number three. Number three, and which Devin Booker is this, Andy? This is uh, his block, which is his first moment. First block. The first moment. It is C Co 10. Congratulations. Hit us up on Twitter. We will get you your Devin Booker moment. Thank you for leaving an iTunes review. Let's do the final. All right, so let's, let's make this one a little bit fun. Let's do it. Uh, this is not within my best interest, but let's make this one a good serial number. So this is going to be uh, number 94 out of uh, 1358. So we're, you're getting a, a two-digit serial number here. This is big. The club is going up. Andy is feeling generous. The poor guy could sell that and upgrade his internet. And instead, <laughs> he is giving this out to you guys. Thank you, Andy. Let's see who's the proud recipient of a top 100 serial here. Andy, giving it out. Ooh, I think I recognize Josh here. No, Zaxby. It's Zaxby, another guy from the Club Top Shot Discord. Zaxby, look at this. Good crew here. Zaxby's a good dude. Uh, You are the proud owner of a top 100 Devin Booker moment. So everyone, round of applause for Andy and Mike for giving away some moments here. Much appreciated, guys. You made that. Well, super I, I, I want to add in a little bit. I haven't done much. I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, 
a, another Paul George for the first and third person also. Yeah, how about we do a new giveaway? Another drawing. Yeah, we can do. We can also do another giveaway. Okay. Let's do another. We can build. I'll save my stuff. Let me. Yeah, we can build a giveaway. We can build. I'm I'm afraid though that I might promote something that Peter doesn't want me to promote. I don't think he realized that it was like the Club Top Shot podcast. I thought what it was a self-serving. You thought it was just yeah. like your Instagram. Yeah, he was doing something. Yeah, yeah I was I, trying to boost my Instagram followers. <laughs> I, was, I, say it, we, I say we get more people in the Discord. I think it would be fun to have more people in the in the Discord. In yeah. The, your Discord. Do, Pete, do, do you know this, Pete? In the Club Top Shot Discord, there is now not only a Jack emoji – but there's a CSU Ram 88 emoji. I, I, you're, I'm do you not want, in this freaking Discord. I don't know. Where's maybe my it's, invite, dude? it's a long trip from your ivory tower down to the Discord. Where's my freaking invite, dude? <laughs> we'll get you in there. All right. Okay. This is what we're going to do. NBL, do you want – should we do one more tonight off of this one, or do we want to build a new one? I think we build. I'm, I'm you're, a builder. You're, you're, the, you're the boss. Whatever yeah, you want. I, I, I go to my giveaway guru. We, we build – you have to enter the um, what do you guys what do you call it the um, deposit kingdom? Yes, deposit kingdom Discord. And, but Jack, and obviously follow MBO. I mean, I that. need to make a preface though. I will say this: everyone, the toxicity within the general Top Shot Discord is through the roof. It's an absolute shit show. I am a little protective of the deposit kingdom Discord because it's a bunch of good dudes who are just having fun talking about Top Shot. So if you are joining this, which we want you to do, you need to be a good fucking person and you need not to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. And we have good vibes and we have positive conversations around stuff. So that's the caveat. If you're joining the Discord, be a good fucking person. All right. With that said, Jack, don't how be self-serving, you know, don't do anything that would be, <laughs> you know, in your own, you're, it's the community, right, Pete? It's the community. It's the community. Even if you happen to have a LeBron cosmic, <laughs> you don't go in there and just start pumping it. <laughs> All right. So Jack, how, how are we measuring this? Uh, you build, you build off your Twitter. I'll retweet and we'll all share it. But I think it's as simple as what, what are we giving away? MBL can make his official call and it'll be a tweet. It'll just say, follow MBL on Twitter. Number two, join the discord. Yeah. And so then what we will do is we will we will do the drawing for any Discord member. So if yep. you're already in, don't worry, you're still going to be included. Um and MBL, what what Paul George's or what moments are you willing to part with for this giveaway? So I want to go back to Jack's list. Um and, and hear what else is on the list and give give the people what Jack okay. knows what, what they what he knows they need. And the the one caveat uh, I have a um, a completed base set in series one, and I'd like to keep it that way. So if I don't have a duplicate, we'll just go to the next one. Oh, yeah. Also okay. smash the like button. That should just be like, that should be pretty standard. Hang on. Jack, I, I am going to do something, though. Yeah. I, I don't like putting the Discord link on Twitter. I want to okay. keep it for the people who are watching now. Okay. So the link to the Discord is in the show notes below. I want this to be for this crew, not the people just flying by the seat of their pants. This is for the people watching who want to join the Discord. Um, all right. Jack, who are some of your other guys for NBL here? So we, right. we can do another Paul George. Paul George, I have I have a lot of if we want. That was your first recommendation. 
Yeah, so we we touched on Paul George, we touched on Kemba. If you're bullish on Kemba, um, Sabonis. Let me let me pull up my screen again because while we have all th- all four of you guys here, I want to keep throwing names out because I think it it has been helpful for the people. Uh, let me make sure. I, I, my, I see a little refresh. I think when my internet goes back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So as you guys can see, I'm on this. Uh, I'm trying to check for everyone. But the next person I had on the list, uh, hopefully this loads, was Brandon Ingram. So had a great year last year. All right. Let me when take I, a look. When I marked this down last night, uh, it was it was all the way at 85. It's at 65 once again. First moment across the board to get to his next level. Plus, he doesn't even really have a hollow cosmic, anything super rare. Um, so I like Ingram. Uh, Ingr- Ingram's good, and I have a nice uh, serial number 654 for whoever's the lucky winner. Nice. Andy Jennings, do you have any thoughts on Ingram in general? I'm an Ingram truther. Uh, the league started figuring it out, but I think one thing that was slightly undervalued and maybe – is properly valued now as length and Ingram has length and spades, one of the longest wingspans. Love his game. Um, and I think he's going to continue to improve as he gets away. And obviously he's a great ISO player, which, you know, is not my favorite thing in, in, in basketball, but uh, he's developing other skills. And I, I think uh, just the, his body type uh, is going to continue to shine in the league. And I think uh, the Pelicans have a really, really good trajectory. So I think he's in a good position and, and I think, that's a stock I would be buying. I like him as well. I am also going to try to leave and join on my MacBook tethered to my phone to see if I'm cool. any better for the last 20 minutes of this. Okay. You're good right now, but it might help. Hey, it's such a command center over there. I, I just <laughs> have a, cra- a crappy little laptop here just trying to hang in. You know, but you get that big chandelier energy and anything's possible. All right. So, so far we've thrown out and MBL, it's up to you. However many, how little, who you want to give away. I'll keep throwing names out there. Uh, I was going to do do fours. Okay. Four is more than generous. That's very nice. You guys are new to me, but my social media game is near zero. I I don't have have an Instagram. I don't have a Facebook. My Twitter is literally my friend's name. Um, Hang on. I I forgot a key part part of this because the part, and I'm going to do a separate tweet for this later, but part of this challenge is following NBL. I just posted his handle in the Twitter. It's at high JD fens here. Andy, how many, how many Twitter followers did you gain since last club top shot? Like, can you guys hear me any better now? Yeah. Yeah. Like a thousand. It was insane. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so we need MBL's at 427 right now. We need him easily over a thousand by the time we do this giveaway. One more time, follow him here. I'm going to get a tweet out too when we're done with this here. You guys need to follow MBL for his generosity and his sharp top shot takes. Real quick, okay, well, guys, uh, one quick fun one. Um, so my Twitter handle is HiJDFens, and, and the reason it is is one of my good friends, uh, his handle is JDFens. And for the first, I think, 18 months I had Twitter, I followed exactly one person, which was my, my buddy, J.D. Fens. And so if, if, if you want to have a good time, follow him too. Just get him some followers. Real quick, I just want to go through uh, one of my good friends, one of the, maybe the best human being I know, and, and no disrespect, I love all you guys. Uh, Kevin Casada, who uh, helped build Fantasy Labs, truly just a selfless, awesome guy. Uh, he just sent me over all the moments and your top ownership by player, Mike, 
Anthony Davis, number one, 194. Ja Morant, 181. I mean, some serious Ja Morant bags over there, which I love to see. Steph Curry, 146. LeBron James, 124. Luka, 90. Giannis, 65. Kyrie, 61. Zion, 60. Harden, 52. RJ Barrett, 38. Vince Carter, 36. You're on an Aaron Gordon spree, it looks like. 35. Marcus Smart, 34. Paul George, 31. Tatum, 29. Pretty good list right there. Just to clarify this for the people watching, the giveaway is follow Mike on Twitter and join the Club Top Shot Discord. Not the, the not, the, not the fake Club Top Shot. What's the fake one? Like the real one that's extremely toxic. <laughs> right, right. No, that's that's the official general Top Shot Discord, which shout out to the mods doing the Lord's work in Ooh. there. But we can actually have productive conversation in the Club Top Shot Discord. Mike is a as a referee in there. Are you Mike? What what has been your experience overall in there? Like are you are you able to see some good in it or is it just off the rails? Well, I mean it's actually fascinating. A, a month ago it was a, a beautiful, uh, comfortable, pleasant environment and and since then we've added I, I don't know how many 25,000 users and you just you run the numbers. You, you pick twenty five thousand people off the internet, and and you'll get some people who prefer to create havoc and a sort of chaotic environment over a nice, comfortable escape from everyday life and 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 work. And it's it's a bit of a pain in the in the butt. But we have been encouraged by the the leadership of Dapper and Top Shot to kick and ban and DM people as needed. And so. You know, we've tried to clean it up, but the, the challenge is it's, it's growing extremely quickly. So, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to do our best, but it's a, it's a tough environment right now. And I think 99.5% of people have good intentions and are doing good things, but it's, it's the loud, uh, loud, uh, constantly posting 0.5% that unfortunately take over the channels. And, and we're doing our best, but it's, a, it's an uphill battle. It is crazy how that works. I, I've noticed that too, Jack. I don't know from being online permanently. It's like you can have so much good stuff happen and then you have one asshole or one person that, and it ruins and sours the whole experience. And I've, I've tried to untangle the psychology of that. I'm like, how am I allowing this to outweigh everything else? But I feel like it's just human nature for that to happen. It is. I've talked to so many people who are like big time influencers, big time NBA players, and they'll, they'll go through DMs. And you can imagine uh, for every one person that's like, you fucking suck. You're the worst. I hate you. There's 99 people who are saying you're the greatest player of all time. You're the coolest. I love your content, all that stuff. It's human. It's human nature. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you uh, doing the, the, the giveaway, being in there in the general Top Shot channel, trying to, um, you know, spread the gospel of the good stuff going on here and not the, uh, not the shit stuff. So definitely appreciate you doing that. Um, Pete, you, uh, you, you doing all right, man? I know we got to get you out of here in a sec. Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I got, I, I told Ashley already asked me what time the club, you know, what time my exit from the club's going to be. So I'm fine. I got 15 minutes or so. Ashley yeah, the other night, yeah, didn't seem, it didn't seem too happy when she learned you from Twitter that you were going to be in the club. You know, you got to oh, give her that was, news yourself. She was not, not <laughs> happy. I mean, we got the nursery, we got all this shit. I mean, it's just... Andy, how you you mentioned on Twitter your girlfriend? How how does she feel about the whole Top Shot biz? Uh, 
I mean, she likes it more now that it's been pretty successful uh, <laughs> than she did maybe a few months ago. Uh, but no, she's pretty supportive of everything as much as I joke about it on Twitter. Uh, and she thinks it's funny that this is what I now do with my evenings sometimes as opposed to playing video games. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right, Jack. Any uh, Anything else on uh, the club top shot to do's tonight? Any other topics? We can take some questions from I mean, the chat. Yeah, we I need a fourth giveaway. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple more names on my list if we just yeah. want to breeze through them. I'm and then over, over the last 10 minutes um, with Andy and Mike watching, maybe the three of us go shopping as promised. But uh, one guy I have, I think Jennings touched on it earlier, which is outside of the actual sport. Huge podcast, got his own wine, super smooth player. I have already said I'm super bearish on the uh, Blazers guards just because they never really reach the finals. I don't see them going to the finals in a Western conference like this. But CJ McCollum for 50 bucks all the way down here. Plus, what I, I showed a lot of players who maybe didn't have rare moments. I think what's cool is he does have a rare, so there can be hype around him. And he's super fun to watch. He was balling. Plus, you get a little buy low because he got he got nicked up um, about a week ago. So I like CJ at fifty bucks. Got the list. I got I got three. If we want a fourth one, we can do it, or we can figure it out offline. If we want to use the other the remaining ten minutes for something else. Perfect. Yeah. So we will we will figure that out for our next club top shot. I know we. I don't know when the next club top shot is going to be. I think Jack, you might be traveling this weekend. I know things are getting busy. Uh, we have the Super Bowl, so we'll we'll figure it out. But I would just say don't get attached to the club going up every two nights. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not a sustainable pace, but we are having having fun with it here. Um, Pete, are, how are you going to be able to juggle Top Shot as a father? Well, Ashley's watching right now. She just sent me a you know the 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 eye text message. <laughs> Hi, Hello, Ashley. Ashley. I love you. Uh, I'll be holding my daughter in one arm and I'll be on my phone on the other and I'll be freaking going through the marketplace. I mean, even during the, here's the best part. I mean, labor takes a long time. I mean, I'll bring some things for Ashley to do during that stretch of time, but I'm going to be on the marketplace. So I got, I'm covered, you know, Pete, I've been, I've been meaning to ask you because you got LASIK. First of all, how long were you without being able to have screen time and did you find yourself going through withdrawals? Oh my gosh, dude. It's such a crazy experience. Even now I've been turning off my video to put in like eye drops. So uh, it's amazing. I, I, could, I had 2015 vision, not even 24 hours after, crazy surgery. Absolutely bizarre to have your vision go black for 20 seconds. But yeah, I was, I mean, it's great. I wanted to sleep. I slept a bunch. But uh, the next day where you're not really supposed to be on screens, like the 24 to 48 hours, I was trying really hard and probably could have done better. <laughs> I was seriously yeah my screen time is pretty bad yeah I've I've started to push back I, I've been good I've mentioned it on a few shows my new routine I leave my phone at my desk uh, so I don't scroll when I go up to bed and then I, I make myself because I have this bet with Davis where I have to read and meditate every day and so I do my reading and meditation in the morning before checking my phone and just going like 12 hours without my phone. I know it's bad, but it feels like a major victory every day. Yeah. My routine what are you reading? Shoot Sorry, I mean, Michael, go to you. Oh, I was going to say, what are you reading right now? So right now we're actually doing, so Davis and I and uh, 
not not Tyler Hero, but fellow Miami uh, professional athlete Patrick Laird. We're doing a book club. We've done a few of these, and we are reading a book called Radical Markets, which I feel like Bitcoin and Ethereum heads would actually enjoy. Just a way of rethinking uh, how things are done vis a vis, you know, commerce, democracy, capitalism, and uh, they have some interesting ideas in there. So yeah, we're going to be having an episode about that book club if anyone wants to uh, to read along. Yeah, find uh, a way to get off the screens though. I mean, everyone's in here. the The gym's my happy place. The sauna. I'm a big sauna guy. I'm so jealous you can go to the sauna. Yeah, getting the sauna in the house. I mean, come on, you got it. I mean, once these red bands leave, the screens and and, and I I want to one self serving question, Andy. I mean, how do you possibly stay off the screens with all the DeFi stuff you're doing? Because I I am on all this DeFi stuff nonstop right now, and it's. I like, saw that Terra tab on your browser. I see what's going on over there. Yeah, I've been in Terra for a while. Uh, honestly, the answer is I don't really. I've always been a computer screen guy. I mean, like I studied computer engineering in college, and so I was like writing code late at night, and then I play a lot of video games. So I'm like computer a lot, but uh, I go to the gym a lot, and so that helps. Do you hoop? I used to back uh, a long time ago when I was oh, lighter and a little more limber. Uh, now I just weight lift. Um, I've been thinking about trying to get back into like playing basketball and all that, but there's not really. Mm. Oh, no, we're losing Andy. We all need to, hopefully we'll have a top shot day where we're all playing basketball, but I didn't mean to get us off the road. Well, this is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Wes is talking to me or you, Pete, how tall are you? And what's your game? Like meet me in Brooklyn and I'll put 40 on you. <laughs> that's the My nice defense is worse than Trey Young. So that's, that's definitely happening. Oh no. The one thing I will say is never get in a shooting prop with Peter. He'll get mad at me for killing his action, but he's just too good of it. Yeah, I was just about to bet Andy a freaking LeBron Cosmic on a shooting prop. <laughs> I used to, I used to have a really nice shot. One of my buddies, I think, is still watching this. He could attest to that, but it's been a while. I would not take that bet now. One thing maybe is to wrap up on, Andy, and I want to get your talk uh, take on this and Mike too, the kind of we're now seeing an explosion in the overall nft world you know beyond top shots and andy i know you've been tweeting about it mike i don't know if you've been in these streets as much but with the hash max uh hash masks stuff like this going on um tell us a little bit about that because i'm getting intrigued i'm seeing people i know our buddy david kitchen who was on here first club top shot he's been diving in what's the sales pitch for getting into digital art beyond nba moments yeah, I, if I can keep my internet for a second, I'll see see if I can uh, give a pitch. Uh, sorry for that again, guys. The storm in New York has been pretty rough, so my internet's been bad for a couple of days. But uh, so I think the like general pitch is basically that digital art is art, is and just as much as a painting is art, uh, and as and some people are going to disagree with me on that, but I believe it to be true, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, and then as we become a more and more digital society, especially with younger generations, like basically my age and younger, I, I don't care if something's on my computer or if it's hanging on my wall. If anything, it's probably better for me to hang it up, to have it on my computer than hanging on my wall. Uh, and so people still want to buy and appreciate art and appreciate scarcity. And so like hash masks happened a couple days ago, and they sold 10 million dollars worth in like three days uh -oh. and 
We're losing you again, Andy. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess really, really short because I don't know how much longer I have. Uh, you're back. You're back. Digital scarcity and collectibles or scarcity and collectibles have been around for the entirety of time and people always want to buy and collect things that are rare. And so our entire society is moving online. So why wouldn't these things also move online? And NFTs like Top Shot are a great example of that in like a really cool real world use case. Um, but art is just as much so uh, an example of that. Mike, have you been in the uh, the the expanding you know NFT world at all? Or are you sticking close to your Top Shots? So I, I am brand new to this whole space. Top Shot, as I said, is my first project. I didn't know the I didn't know what a non fungible token was until September of this year, when some kind souls in the early Top Shot community spent the time to explain what it is to me and what the appeal is. And I think very similar to what Andy described. And, and I'll be brief because I remain an amateur in this space. But what what makes art and collectibles and, and stamps and physical sports cards appealing in, in my mind is that you own a scarce and authentic object. It's not really the ability to look at it. And, and, and Jack, I'm, I'm sure you have your Mickey Mantle uh, on, on your desk or somewhere near you. It's, <laughs> that's not what makes it valuable that we can see it right there. What makes it valuable is that you own something that's recognized by um, others as scarce and authentic that for Top Shot's purposes is licensed by the NBA, but for a piece of art's purposes is endorsed by the artist himself. Um, and I think there's a real appeal there. And one thing I'd add on to what Andy said is I do think there are physical manifestations coming for all these things. There are digital frames. Um, I, I put something in the office hours chat uh, on Top Shot recently where people are, are starting to build these virtual uh, showrooms effectively to, to display art and you should be able to display your Top Shot moments in there. And then of course, the kind of next level thing is, is the metaverses and showing off your various digital assets in crypto museums or digital museums and in your home and uh, in crypto voxels or Decentraland. And I'll say I, I've, I've not dabbled in those in any serious way. I've kind of looked at what they are, but I haven't bought any land or anything like that. But I find the whole space fascinating and I'm trying to learn more every day um, and have, have good people all around me kind of teaching me things here and there. But I'm an amateur in this space and, and trying to learn. Not as much of an amateur as I am. Uh, Mike did purchase one of uh, Pranksy's NFT boxes, and uh, I forgot to uh, use fast gas. And yeah, I, I, I screwed that up. And my my uh, transaction for half of Ethereum is still pending. I don't know what I did there, but uh, DM me. I can help you cancel it. You can. Yeah, DM me. I'll help you out. Thanks. Look at that. Uh, I can't offer that. But what I can offer is, is Jennings, you are a 50% owner of my box. You, you can uh, you can share. We, we basically uh, connected before the drop of the Genesis boxes for Pranksy's NFT box project and said, all right, we both suck at NFTs and crypto. Probably we're, bo we're not both going to get boxes here. If one of us gets a box, let's just go 50-50 on it. And, and here we are. Yeah, and the uh, I ended up going in with Kitchen on one of the the Pranksy boxes. So I I do have, and I just got set up on OpenSea today. Uh, oh, Eric, yeah. who's been making Top Shot art, he made me a Fred Van Vliet art. He already tokenized and sent it to me on there. It's super fun and addicting once you get your your toes wet in there. And I saw someone ask here, Andy. I don't know if you. He said, uh, someone said, who is good to follow? to learn about the NFT space. I've been trying to add to a top shot and NFT Twitter list. Um, but if you have any other good names that are kind of must follows, maybe toss those out now. 
Yeah, honestly, a lot of them are, are Top Shot OGs as well. Um, like Pranksy, who's been around, he's like he was the the king of rareable a few months ago and and has really built quite a quite a uh, nft powerhouse uh and his partner uh carlini eight who's also a, another huge top shot guy and then uh nate alex he uh just launched a new product science now I, I can tell when you've lost me there's <laughs> nothing i can do about it uh, but yeah uh, nate alex is a really really smart dude just launched a new project called tiny box and he's tweeting about nfts all the time uh uh jimmy i think he might have some some numbers in his name i think the i is a one uh he he's another top shot guy who who's really deep in the nft space um this is uh this yeah. is what I will say. I have, like I said, I've started creating that list. I am going to huddle with Andy after and make sure that any important people that I don't have on my list uh, are in there. And then you guys can scroll through some of the public list there for some good NFT follows. So we'll, we'll get those going. Yeah, um, I want to interject just real quick too. Yeah. One of the best follows in all of crypto, he does get into NFTs. Uh, I'm an LP in his fund was really early on OpenSea, it's a big position. Nick Tamino at NT Money, uh, brilliant. The, by, just the person that I, that I believe in, maybe the most in the whole crypto space. I think he's been a, a huge part of it, one of the first people at Coinbase and has done all these things. He's a someone who's really trying to uh, create utility and uh, just a big believer in, in everything there. So really good follow. I just dropped his link in there. He was already on my NFT Twitter list. And his most recent tweet is, what should I ask Mark Cuban tomorrow? So uh, sounds like you might get some good NFT yeah. content. He's got a he's got a cool uh, like full day setup of just all these really cool people in the space uh, for an LP day. So shout out to Nick. All right. We are going to land this plane. Uh Mike is up to 590 followers. I'm pasting the link again here and then I'm going to tweet it out when we're done. You guys, to be part of this giveaway, you need to follow Mike. We really appreciate him coming on. Mike, anything else that you would like to plug, let the good people know uh, about Top Shot? Any other final thoughts? I'll spend all my promotional time uh, saying Veerman has created the Intangible website. There are many, many ways to give back. Um, on, on the Intangible homepage, there's a, a Top Shot account at intangible um and you can gift him a moment he'll appreciate any moment he's got i think an ethereum address up there or just dm dm him a thank you uh he'll, he'll appreciate that but I, I i can't say it enough i think that his tool has really helped top shot reach the next level to, to be a collector and just be able to get a quick snapshot of your collection's value and uh is extremely valuable it was featured on fox Rohan mentioned it on clubhouse the other night uh, and i think that he doesn't get enough love for it so all my promotional time goes to Veerman. Give, give him all your love. Yeah, that tool is just awesome. Anyone who's been in you know, Top Shot for more than a week has already stumbled upon that tool and spent a lot of time on it. So shout out to Veerman. Uh, Andy, huge shout out again, man, for giving away uh, your bookers. Really appreciate it. Uh, anything else uh, you'd like people to check out? Your hash masks? What do you want to plug? No, I mean, I'm just happy to be here. I'll, I'll double down on what MBL said. I've been trying to get steve to monetize his site for 
months I've been bothering him to, uh, and he refuses because he has more important things to do, like make the site better, which just shows how good of a guy he is. Um, uh, and just shout out to everyone who's here. This is a lot of fun. I'm happy to be back. Happy to keep I, doing this. I think the whole point of crypto is microtransactions, and if he literally charged one cent per refresh, he would probably own multiple of my LeBron <laughs> So, I, I'm all for it. He should monetize it. He should monetize it through some cryptocurrency form. I think that'd be cool. Pete, what do you got? Anything to go out on here? Oh, just so much fun. Uh, a lot of jokes, but uh, so much fun with you guys. And, and super happy that Mike was able to come on. Uh, he's been by far the most helpful person for me. Uh, just learning about Top Shot and the community. And uh, it's honestly the best thing about this whole thing. I mean, I know there's a lot of uh, volatility and, and just, you know, as, as disruption happens, there's a lot of things going on and, um, you know, whatever happens financially, I'm okay with because, uh, you know, the relationships that, that are happening here are just, you know, hopefully lifelong and, and I'm super appreciative of them. So thanks to Mike and Andy, uh, learn more from you every day. Uh, hopefully you guys are mainstays in, in club top shot. I think you guys got VIP tables uh, here. Anytime you want to come in for sure. All right. So here's the deal, guys. We don't know when the next club top shot will be. Uh, I promise you, if you want to go back and watch some of the old ones, lots of good evergreen nuggets in there. If you want the audio version, we are up on iTunes, all that good stuff. Link down below. Uh, if you're new to the Discord, hop in there. Lots of good people. I see it's already popping off with the new people. We'll circle back with Mike, figure out when we are doing that next giveaway. Um, and otherwise, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Have fun in the markets. Have fun trading. Hopefully we get a pack drop soon. We will be back eventually. Be good to each other, guys. We'll see you next time. Free, free.